Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Don't come around here no more. Don't come around here no more. Whatever you're looking for. Ladies and gentlemen, the news cycle has been back-to-back, belly-to-belly news. First about the invasion of the ruling government of Gaza, Hamas, the terrorists. How they committed a pogrom two weekends ago, slaughtering women, children, the elderly, uh, the young at a rave concert, and then bringing hostages back into the belly of the tunnels that are all underneath this rectangle that is barricaded in by Israel on one side, 38 miles, and Egypt on the other side, 8 miles. Total, complete focus of the news cycle. And then naturally with uh, President Biden, he wants $61 billion for the Ukraine. He wants $14 billion for Israel. He wants $6 billion for Taiwan to deal with the red Chinese menace. And whatever's left uh, for the border, you know, for more ice, Limigra, for machines to detect fentanyl coming across, and for more civil servants to process asylum seekers. That's last on the list. With me, that's first on the list. The invasion of America. It's happening all throughout our southern border, and to some extent, as people take their easy pass and take flights from Mexico City to Toronto and Montreal and then filter down into New York State through Plattsburgh and then end up invading into our country from there. Why? Because in NAFTA, North American Free Trade Agreement, allows many people to just fly from Mexico City right into Toronto and Montreal and work their way down into New York State through Ontario and Quebec. To me, that is our most pressing issue because we know The terrorists are coming across the border. There's no doubt. And everyone's focused on Iranians, Lebanese, Syrians, uh, Palestinians. I I mean, whoever they are. Olive-skinned people, right? I say, no, 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 no. Of course, they're a potential danger. What we got to be worried about are those who are already here from the sub-Saharan North African desert, from Mauritania, where there's still slavery. Arabs have 10% of the black population enslaved in these modern ages, and they have active cells of Al-Qaeda and ISIS. Mali, which has gone through insurrection, they have active cells of of Al-Qaeda and ISIS, as does the Sudan and Chad. And there are illegals who have come across our border for their enlarged numbers. I know because they go in and out of the Roosevelt Hotel, they speak Arabic first. You can see them outside. They're praying five times a day to Mecca and Medina, and they speak French. And so we don't really focus on them because our perception, uh, the stereotype of the terrorists, he's olive skin, he's from the Middle East or the Persian Gulf. 
No, most of the active cell units of al-Qaeda and ISIS, they are the international terrorists. Hamas is a domestic terrorist to the Middle East. Hezbollah is a domestic terrorist for the most part uh, throughout the Persian Gulf and Middle East. The ones who are the traveling men who do... uh, who try to do inflict damage on the big Satan, America is Al-Qaeda and ISIS. They have a bone to pick with us because they want revenge. They think the third time is the charm to attack us in New York City. So we have a mayor, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who is not protecting us in any way, shape, or form from terrorism, the terrorist cells that already exist here because he believes that the city should have an open border policy. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of the city. Now, he says it's the official position. I have yet to get a document from anybody in elective office that said that's the official position. Not Nothing. Bob Holden, the Democratic councilman from Middle Village, Glendale, Maspeth, has said there is no document. He's lying, but he does support open borders. So the other day on the 5 o'clock roundtable edition of uh, John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby, they were interviewing the woman who is now the deputy commissioner of intelligence and counterterrorism who replaced John Miller. Her name is Rebecca Weiner, and she talked about how uh, the city is deploying extra cops uh, throughout the city and other places. We all are immersed in all the terrible news about what's going on overseas. Tensions are high and rising. Emotions are strong. Uh, so our threat environment is heightened, and that's why we have deployed extra officers around the city. And we will continue to do that intermittently based on what's happening overseas and flashpoints that we see. Because we want to make sure that there's no resonance or reflections back to our city. That's a generic statement. Okay, give her a pass on that. And she talks about how the cops will do their job. People can go about doing their job. The reason that we're doing all this work is so that New Yorkers can do all of your work and go around and live your daily lives and feel safe and feel calm and know that your police department has your back and is going to continue to do our level best to make sure that violence overseas does not result in violence on our streets. Okay, another generic uh, answer. I'll give her a pass. And then Governor Pataki was part of the contributors on the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion that night. And, boy, he drilled down on her. He asked the question that I would be asking. Uh, Commissioner, this is George Pataki. Uh, I had a friend last night who said to someone, uh, you know, I'm concerned we have these 100-plus thousand illegals who have just showed up in New York. And the person said, oh, it's no crime risk because they're all vetted. Do we have a process to vet those 110,000-plus illegals who have come to New York? Do we know who they are, what their background is, or are that we simply letting them loose in the city? Excellent question. Uh, Let's see if she's evasive because we know already there's no vetting process. Anybody who tells you that these uh, illegal aliens are vetted when they come across the border, it's bull feathers. They're not being vetted. But anyway, let's hear what the new deputy uh, commissioner of intelligence and counterterrorism, the woman who replaced John Miller. Oh, I wish we had John Miller now because listen to what she had to say to Pataki's uh, cogent question. 
Well, we work, you know, this NYPD works extensively with our federal partners to deal with the migrant crisis. And I was just on a trip down to um, Colombia and to Ecuador and to Mexico City with the mayor and a team trying to understand what's happening and how folks are getting into and across the border and and, uh, into our city. What the hell? She was on that junket. Even the mayor, upon his return, said, well, it, it didn't achieve what I had hoped to, warning the illegals not to come. Oh, my God. And then Pataki just doubled down on her because he knew she was being evasive and she was not answering his question. Are these illegals being vetted? But the 110,000 illegals are new to our city. And, and, you know, it's fine to be in Colombia and Venezuela finding out what's happening, but what about the people who are here? What do we know about them? And, you know, we're not allowed to work with ICE because we're a sanctuary city and state. So what do we know about the 110,000 who have come here? Bravo. Bravo. Pataki drills down on it. What about ICE? Hey, Deputy Commissioner, you know that Eric Adams will not allow you to work with ICE, the Immigration and Naturalization Service that was set up after the attack of 9-11 in 2003 to protect us at the federal level, to go after people who had overstayed their work visas, their education visas, who snuck across the border, who have links to terrorism, to gangs, to narco-terrorists, to sex traffickers. Our city, our state, New Jersey doesn't permit uh, their officials to work with ICE. Great question, Pataki. Let's hear how the deputy commissioner, oh, my God, this woman is in charge of intelligence and counterterrorism who replaced John Miller. Let's see how she tries to squeeze out of answering this question. So our public safety um, partnership with federal agencies absolutely allows us to deal with any kind of security issue related to all people in the city. Um, So the NYPD deals with crime, no matter who the perpetrator is, uh, and is making sure that we understand a wide range of safety threats to the city. Oh, my God. This woman is in charge. Uh, We're going to get hit. We're going to get it's just a matter of time. Okay, I have my uh, 60 minutes clock here for two reasons. We're going to get hit. Ladies and gentlemen, if this woman, Deputy Commissioner of Intelligence and Counterterrorism, Rebecca Weiner, hopefully no relationship to Anthony Weiner, is in charge of protecting us from terrorists, we're all in trouble. Oh, my God. She said, we work with federal officials. Didn't she listen to the question? Governor Pataki said, you don't work with ICE. Lady, that's a federal agency. You don't work with them. They have data. They have files. They have tracked terrorists, narco-terrorists, sex traffickers. They have tracked, they have tracked coyotes. They have tracked all the criminals who are taking advantage of this, including the terrorists. You're not working with them. Oh my God. Could I have that time clock again, by the way? What happened to the Israeli Defense Forces? Uh, I said, if they didn't invite by today, it's over. The whole world will be turned against Israel and the United States. What are they waiting for? I know that Joe Biden has said, wait, wait, wait till we try to get back to hostages. Didn't I predict this would happen? Justin Ellick, didn't I predict this would happen? The invasion would not happen by Monday today. And every day that BB delays, The terrorists win. The terrorists. 
And remember, now there are so many terrorist organizations out there. They're amongst us. Up next, the terrorists amongst us in Bay Ridge, in Patterson, New Jersey, and just a block away from us on uh, Friday night in the pouring rain. Thousands of them. And some of them were identified as Jews with yarmulkes on their head and prayer shawls. What a shanda. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Oh, it's Nothing me. can stop me. I'm all the way up. It's me. So, uh, which hip-hop monster is this? Uh, wrong way, uh, Lou Rufino, French Montana. French Montana came from the Casablanca in Morocco. He's Arabic. But he got shot right in the head, you know, in a drug deal that went awry. You know, he had a kilo of cocaine. You remember that, Justin, right? You know, what, what, what's his record label, Coke Boys? You think he does cocaine? Hell yeah. Who's he hang out with? Oh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. At the Club Zero Bond in Manhattan. And Con Sofrito in the Bronx with Ja Rule. What the hell is he hanging out with all these fellas? But anyway, I digress. So moving all the way up, this is the new attitude. Knock this uh, rap crapper out here. Oh, my God. This is the new attitude that those supporting the Palestinians including some self-hating Jews who clearly identify themselves in the crowd as Jews for justice, Jews for Palestinians, and Jews for Hamas. Imagine that, right? Just saying, you're holding up a sign, Jews for Hamas. You should impale yourself with a menorah. But I guess, you know, they photobomb those pictures back to mom and dad and say, see, remember when you were supporting the North Vietnamese against America with Jane Fonda? See, see, I'm counterculture. I'm counterculture. One thing you will see at all these pro-Palestinian marches, and we're going to, we're going to talk about three of them. Bay Ridge, the one that got all the attention, the much bigger one, the one in Patterson, South Main Street. And the one that was just a few blocks from our headquarters in the pouring rain, I mean a tsunami of rain, that I went right into the middle of, which was on 3rd Avenue, uh, where Gillibrand's offices are, and then next door, it's the Schmuck to Putz Chuck E. G. Schumer. So let's, uh, let's first start out with, if we can, the chant that was heard in all of these marches. It didn't matter if you were in Patterson. didn't matter if you were in Bay Ridge. It didn't matter if you were in Manhattan on Friday from the 5th Avenue uh, Library, the Central Library, to 3rd Avenue at night. These marches went everywhere, including past the United Nations. And one thing was common at all three of these rallies. You would hear this chant. From the river to the
So when I'm looking at the marches there, again, the one in Manhattan on Friday, it's at night, the pour, I mean, pouring rain. And some of the people you see strategically and for photographic and video purposes, the organizers are putting the Jewish members of those groups in front, and they clearly want the men to be identifiable by wearing a yarmulke, a prayer shawl, they want uh, the women, you know, to be holding up the signs that says Jews for Hamas, Jews for Palestinians, Jews for justice. They make sure that they are in prominent position, surrounded by everyone else wearing a kafia and a shmata on their head, looking like they could be living in the West Bank, they could be living in Gaza, or they could be out there amongst the Bedouins, uh, quite frankly, who are aligned with Israel. They're not aligned with uh, the Palestinians. you got to go to Israel and see the Jews. The Jews are part of the military. Uh, the Bedouins, you know, they, they, they want no part of uh, the Palestinians. But anyway, I digress. See, you had to go to Israel to see the, these nuances. And I've been there three times, uh, both for the 50th anniversary of the State of Israel when I actually had a chance going from settlement to settlement where everybody was strapped. Everybody carried guns. Elderly, middle-aged, women, men, young adults. I mean, they were strapped, which for my first 72 hours was a little disconcerting. I'm saying, you know, what happens if they get into an argument? Is it like high noon all the time? None of that. The purposes were for self-defense. And naturally, as they were transferring me, I mean, we're talking from places Hebron. Oh, man. You go to Hebron, Justin Alec, you look up at those buildings at night, they're all dark. Palestinians are in there mostly. You have some Jewish settlers, you have the tomb of Abraham. Did you know the tomb of Abraham? This Gentile has to teach you where all the tombs are in the Palestinian areas of the West Bank. Hebron, the tomb of Rachel, surrounded by a Palestinian village, mostly Muslims, some Christians, Bethlehem, mostly Christian Palestinians. You got to know your geography. Unfortunately, we don't teach that to our kids nowadays at all. I don't care if they go to elite private schools, charter schools, parochial schools, public schools, homeschooling. They just don't teach the geography. They don't teach our history. And they certainly don't teach the history of the Middle East, the Persian Gulf, and the birth of the state of Israel in the aftermath of World War II. They don't teach any of that. So it's basically you're going to go where the peer pressure is, man. And young people, they're hyped up, man. They're like, they go to protests all day with their kafir and their shmatas. And then you know where they went? Wrong way, Lou Rufino, after the rains uh, had dissipated, and 150 of them got arrested on 3rd Avenue. It was Arthur Idella this morning. Oh, there's no arrest in Manhattan. What a schmuck. This guy no, no, goes nothing. Knows nothing. I don't understand why Sid has them on. Well, you know, arrest in Manhattan. They had correctional department buses out here. There were so many arrests. And you know where the rest of them went, Justin Ellick? They hung out at all the bars around here. They took the kafiyas off. They took the shmatas off their head. And they're knocking back. Before I started the program at 12 midnight to the break of dawn, I'm looking at all these young people. They're socializing. And by the way, there were known gays and lesbians and especially transgenders in these crowds of pro-Palestinian. They don't fly their gay liberation flag. They don't talk about transgenders for, for Hamas, transgenders for Palestinians, because they chopped their head off. Boy, what self-hating gays and lesbians and transgenders, right? 
along with self-hating Jews who align themselves with them. Don't they understand that in these crowds there are people that hate gays and lesbians and transgenders and Jews? But, hey, they're all in solidarity. They're cool. They're hip. It's happening. So that was on the Manhattan side, okay? Then you had on the Bay Ridge side that got all the attention because uh, there was a huge gathering of 5,000 on 72nd and 5th in Bay Ridge, which has been for many, many decades the heart of the Arabic-speaking community along Atlantic Avenue, right down 5th Avenue. I mean, you look at Arabic-speaking communities, whether they're Christian or whether they're Muslim, it goes, I mean, totally down there. So you go from Atlantic Avenue, make the hook, down to Fifth Avenue, all the way to 86. That's, I call that the Arabic quarter. You got Turks, you got lesbians, you got, no, not lesbians, excuse me. You got Lebanese, you got Syrians, uh, Palestinians, they're all there. It's little Ramallah, it's little Palestine, and it's little Turkey. You got a huge Turkish sector there. So in the evening, the gathering of 5,000 didn't want to break up because they wanted to go over to uh, Nicole Maliotakis' offices. The congresswoman has offices on 3rd Avenue. And so Sid asked them that question because I know that's what led to the confrontation. The cops were not going to let the pro-Palestinian demonstrators walk across from 5th Avenue to 3rd. And I'll explain momentarily but. Let's listen to the answer that was given to Sid's question. These people started making their way towards the offices of one of my good friends, and that's Republican politician Nicole Maliotakis, who, of course, uh, governs in both Staten Island and Bay Ridge. Uh, They've done that now twice. Um, I mean, I I doubt she's asked for it, but have you guys paid attention to maybe securing her office just in case these people one day really do enter while she's there? They... Didn't know how to answer that. They were quiet. The clock was ticking on that one. It's like, I can just imagine Chief Shell is looking over at Cass Daughtry. Like, how the hell does he know that? Well, he knew that because I told him that. You see, you have human intelligence. Uh, NYPD, they're all into drones now. They're into everything technological. They're into Robbie Robot. They're not into human intelligence. I have guardian angels in Bay Ridge, some of them who are Arabic. And they gave me this intelligence that, that the mob, because it had turned into a mob at about five or six o'clock, wanted to march over to Nicole Maliotakis's offices on Third Avenue. Now, the untold story, which maybe tomorrow Sid will understand, is if they had made their way over the Third Avenue, you can understand this uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino. There are all the Irish bars there. There's the Salty Dog on 75th. There's uh, the Three Jolly Pigeons on 69th. There's the Poor House on 79th and 3rd. Now, Justin, you can imagine all of these Irish guys who fly the American flag on a Friday night, they're half in the bag to begin with, and they're parading up and down 3rd Avenue looking for Nicole Maliotakis' office, there would have been an all-out riot. An all-out riot. You know, the Italian guys, they would say, hey, you're not, not our business. You know, hey, Irish guys, go ahead, do the battle with them. That's why they got into a confrontation. The police department knew that there would be a battle. Knew that. 
And so they knew they had to stop them by almost all means necessary. In fact, there's a great piece in today's New York Post in the op-ed section. you got to read Bob Capano's piece. Bob Capano has been a colleague of mine in many political battles over the years, Republican, also the Reform Party. He grew up in Bay Ridge. Great article. you got to read it. Terrorism isn't a difference of opinion. Americans should be disturbed by Israel bashing. Absolute great piece. And you know something? He also cites... The Black Lives Matter protests at a time in which Blue Lives Matter was just emerging. Right near the 60th precinct. This was the summer of 2020, the summer of George Floyd. The former state senator, Marty Golden, led the pro-police march. Nicole Maliotakis was with him, some of the others. And they were burning American flags right at 65th and 4th Avenue under the uh, under the overpass of the BQE. Black Lives Matter and Antifa were burning American flags. Marty Golden and the pro-police Blue Lives Matter crowd jumped in there to pull out those American flags. There was like there was an all out brawl, man. They were brawling right there. The cops in uniform didn't know what to do because, remember, Bill de Blasio had told them, stand down, stand down, don't get involved. In fact, there's a big piece in the paper today about that. It's official. He ordered the police to stand down. Marty Golden took him on with all the other pro-police rallies against Black Lives Matter and Antigua that were for Blue Lives Matter. Do we forget the questioning? Where was Justin Brannon? He wasn't with the pro-police crowd, Blue Lives Matter. The city councilman in there wants to get reelected. His sympathies were with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Just like, where was Justin Brannon, the city councilman, running for re-election now on Saturday night? Was he on Fifth Avenue? Was he trying to keep the peace? You know his sympathies were with the Palestinians and those that attacked the police because those are his voters. That's how he gets elected over and over. Justin Brannon is pro the Palestinian demonstrators like he was pro BLM and Antifa. And that's why you have to uh, elect Harry Kagan in this race on the 7th of November, because he was viciously attacking and rightfully so the Palestinian demonstrators who were attacking America, attacking Israel and denouncing Jews. Talking about this is the Riffin Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is what it's like in our subway system now, as it was back when this song was sung by Joe Walsh, the theme song of the Warriors. Again, if any of you are listening right now and you don't know what it was like in the 70s when I started the Guardian Angels, that piece, the Warriors piece, that cult movie classic really defines it. And we're certainly moving in that direction, except now instead of gangs, 
we've got emotionally disturbed persons everywhere. So uh, Eric Adams is taking a victory lap, although he claims the race is not finished, claiming that crime is down in the subways and that it is just our perception. We have a safe subway system. Transit police officers, they have done their job. What we must do is remove the perception of fear. Cases like this aggravates the perception of fear. Uh, When you see homeless individuals with mental health issues not being attended to and given the proper services that add to the perception of fear. And so what our battle is in the subway system is fighting the perception of fear that cases like this could happen. And we're doing that. Yeah. Uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino. Trust the mayor. Take the A train home to Beach 116th Street. You and uh, Sid, right? Uh, please let me know how it goes. If you die, uh, I'll give you a great eulogy. I promise you. Then uh, you had Eric Adams back in November of 2022 swearing he's going to send mental health care experts into the subways with the police to remove the mentally ill and the homeless. This is a humane program that's not being led by police officers. It's being led by mental health professionals. And it is not something for anyone who's dealing with a mental health issue. It is a an individual who has reached a level that they cannot take care of their basic needs and they're in danger to themselves. Uh, that is the right thing and a humane thing to do. Never happened. I've never come across any mental health team patrolling with cops. It was all... Eric Adams, spin, propaganda, it does not exist, that program. He announced that before he went off, remember, to Athens to speak on anti-Semitism and then spent three days in Qatar like his out-of-town police commissioner, Eddie Caban, recently did to learn about security from the Qatarians. Get out of here. Then remember the haunting statements of Elizabeth Gomez. Well, on September 20th, 2022, I talked to you about the MTA tape, the money-taking agency tape of the beating of her by this crazy maniac. Had it not been for this program, it probably never would have been released. Remember what she said? Every day is an incident in the subway. What happened to all these police officers? They said they will have there to protect us, to be there. There's like nobody to be found. And uh, the New York Post went out to interview this maniac in prison. And even the maniac who did this said the New York City subways need to have more cops, that they don't have enough cops. And you know what uh, what Eric Adams' new program is to address this? We enforce these elements in these rules. No more smoking. No more doing drugs. No more sleeping. No more doing barbecues on the subway system. No more just doing whatever you want. Barbecues on the subway system? I've been riding the subway, swagger man with no plan, with the $5,000 customized suit, all silk, no cotton, for 64 years since I was five. I've never seen a barbecue on the subway system. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.